and welcome to the Perlu Podcast, a podcast where we talk with social media influencers, bloggers, and YouTubers about how they got their start and what has led to their success so you can learn how to achieve more as an influencer. I'm your host, Alexis Trammell, and today I'm chatting with Dennis Littley, a retired chef eating his way around the world, sharing his adventures and recipes. Dennis is also a culinary travel editor for Perlu. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dennis. It's my pleasure, Alexis. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you know, I love what I do, and I love to share how I got to this point with people so they can, they can plan their futures out. Wonderful, wonderful. So do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, your blog, Ask Chef Dennis, and mm-hmm. this fun career that you and your wife have made for yourselves? Yeah, it started out pretty much, you know, I was an accidental food blogger and then an accidental travel blogger after that is and I've actually given talks on those topics uh, on how to how to become both and it started out I was a working at a high school an all-girls high school was the only school I ever worked at and I started a culinary program at the school and I decided to be a good idea to have a blog to put recipes on. Well, none of the girls thought it was a good idea. The students did and the teachers did, but my students wanted personal one-on-one time with me all the time. So um, I I became a um, food blogger just by posting things and, you know, finding, uh, getting followers from around the world. And it just amazed me. And it kind of revitalized my career in the kitchen because I saw these different new foods that were being cooked and prepared from around the world. And I had not had that much exposure other than Italy and France. So, you know, it was just wonderful to see these people cooking these things. And then when we moved to Florida, I found out that I, if uh, I went on travel adventures and wrote about them, that I got invited to more and more different travel adventures. So I'm not saying that there's not a lot of work involved in it because, you know, there are no free rides for anything. If someone's sending you away on a trip, you you have to provide them with some good coverage and photographs and write-ups and social media. So there is quite a lot that goes into into it. And um, my wife and I have been enjoying the fruits of that labor. And she takes pictures and videos for me and uh, edits. She's a teacher, so she edits my blog, um, any posts that I have, and finds the mistakes. Although I found a very good tool called Grammarly that that has cut her work down considerably. So I'm <laughs> happy for that, and I think she is a little too, because you know English teachers and punctuation and uh, not using the language correctly, they they kind of start to twitch a little when they read those. So. <laughs> It's been better all around. So, we're yeah, we're having a really good time, and every year we get more and more opportunities, and we could probably travel a lot more than we do, but we love our home in Florida, too, and we love staying here, you know, in our second summer, which is uh, from November generally till about this time of year when it starts getting hot again, and uh, just traveling around Florida and, and learning more about the state we live in. That sounds great. Wonderful. Well, what would you say has been your secret to success as an influencer? Well, it's not really a secret. Uh, The problem that a lot of people don't take that avenue is because it's really, really hard work. And that is social media. I was late coming to the game in social media when I started my food blog. And a lot of people had... Uh, massive followings compared to the the dribble I had on Twitter and on Facebook. And, uh, you know, I just always felt like I was behind the game. And then Google Plus came out. And for me, that was 
opening the door to success. Now, I know it just shut down completely. It was a sad day for me because I made a lot of great friends there. But uh, that started me towards enjoying social media, learning that I can enjoy social media, that social media uh, is about being social, which a lot of people tend to forget and talking to people and asking questions and engaging. And it's just not a place to stand up on the coffee table and say, hey, everyone, I'm here, praise me. You know, and which a lot of bloggers think that's that's how they do it. You know, you just post things up and expect everyone to just worship you and, and say, oh, that's so nice. You have to talk to people. You have to start conversations. You have to engage with people ahead of time. And when someone is kind enough to reshare something, you have to thank them. You know, you have to really work at social media. And I spend... Oh, probably six hours a day just on social, four to six hours a day just working social. So, wow. Yeah, you know, and but that is what built my brand to the level that it's built at. You know, it's not a straight time. You know, I'll do some in the morning, then I do some in the afternoon, then I do some lazily in the evening while I watch TV. But, you know, it, it's a constant thing. And if I'm off for a day, I can feel the need to t- tugging me back to go do some because I know uh, I- I'm going to miss out on some opportunities or it- it's just not going to keep the level going. Now, you know, I don't expect to do this forever. I expect to hit to a point where things can coast a little. And I have also hired VAs to help with the work. So that is starting to cut down on what I actually do. And, and that's another thing, you know, this, this other secret is reinvesting in yourself. And a lot of bloggers, you know, it's hard to reinvest or hard to spend money when you're not making money. But as soon as you start to get some good contracts coming in, you start making some money, you need to turn around and use some of that money to, to pay for programs that will make your life easier to pay for, you know, uh, VAs and support to help with your social media. I, I hated Pinterest. So I hired a woman that I knew from Google Plus and we're friends. Uh, she was doing Pinterest for other people. I said, hey, why, why don't you start doing mine? And so she did. And she took Pinterest from utter obscurity on Google Analytics to number three. And wow. she has caused a lot of my posts, my food posts, to drive up into, uh, you know, the top ranks of my top 10 simply by how she placed them on Pinterest and the pictures that she shared. And she even builds pins for me too. You know, they, you just say, you know, just go ahead, you know, you're making money. Let's take some money and put it back. And that has come back to me, you know, a whole lot more than I've paid because it's driven my uh, traffic up uh, pretty seriously. So that, you know, and then I also have people that uh, schedule tweets for me. Uh, I, I tweet and I put them into pods, uh, groups to share out, you know, and it's some work. And then there's a lot of talk about people saying, well, that's false. Um, you know, you're not really being authentic. I said, well, yeah, I'm being a billboard. Everybody advertises. So I'm advertising for companies that hire me and I'm getting their products seen across millions of eyes. You know, my Twitter impressions uh, that people can see comes in in the 20 millions a week to 30 millions. So, you know, that's a pretty good billboard for people to that want to work with me and I can share their stuff out. So, you know, we never, it's not trackable. And that's the one thing about it. We don't know who's actually going to or buying what I'm talking about, but it's a good start, you know, and I always tell people it's that billboard on the highway you pass every day. You know, I see it. 
and uh, you don't know who's buying from it, but you know, it's going into your mind in the back of your mind. So. Absolutely. Wow. So that was some really tangible advice. Really. Thank you so much for that. What is your advice for brands to get the most out of their collaborations with influencers? Well, I, I think the one thing that brands need to do is be timely about responding because, you know, I will meet people, especially in the travel and it'll be, oh, we can't wait to work with you. We're so happy you stopped by. We want you to do this. We want you to do this. We want you to do this. And then when you write them back or, you know, they may take two weeks to respond now or even a week. But in, in no world is anything less than 48 hours, especially with email. It's, it's really like a 24 to 36 hour turnaround that you at least need to respond to someone. Uh, to show professionalism. So, you know, they're, they're expecting, you expect us to be professional and a lot of us aren't, you know, I'm not saying the travel bloggers or food bloggers are anywhere near perfect, but you have to extend the professionality from your side too. So when you're looking to hire bloggers, the first impression that they make and you make is very important. Are we professional? Okay, then please be professional back. If we're not, well, don't even bother talking to us because you're going to get crap in return. You know, you need to talk to people that really know what they're doing, that aren't just looking for a free ticket somewhere or, or, you know, or a free product because that's not what it's about. You're not going to, you get what you're going to get what you pay for too on, on that respect and as a brand looking for them you want to vet them you want to talk to them you want to have one of these kind of conversations with them if you do not have time to talk to them where you are and get to know them and see what how they conduct themselves and what they can really bring to the table ask for a media kit you know and any blogger should have a good media kit my media kit is i think 15 pages long so it's a little bit overkill but I think the day of, you know, one page, you should, you should be able to really pull them in in the first couple of pages of the kit because they're not going to read further if you don't impress them right away. But then you want to give them some tangible proof, like your demographics, show uh, some of the, the results you have gotten. Like I include screenshots from Facebook, from Twitter, from Instagram that show the kind of results you can get. I also use a really great kit called influence kit a really great tool it's called influence kit and that allows you to put in all of your links it pulls up these really pretty pictures and shows what your engagement is on each each one and takes a total so when i worked for colette travel last year which is a really fabulous group i love those people um my influence kit report for them was almost one million impressions so it showed that, yes, I deliver, I do what I talk about. Um, I'm not just all show. It's not just another pretty face, I always tell them. <laughs> and I can provide results. So these are the tools you want to look for as a professional blogger, whether you're in the travel, food, fashion, whatever you're in, so you can show your brand professional, you know, actual results of what they're, getting, what they're spending their money on. And as a brand, you should expect this. You should start to be able to see, well, where are your links? If someone doesn't want to give you links, if someone doesn't want to take the images, uh, their advertisements out of the blog post for you, you don't need to work with them. There's people that do. You know, so these are things you should ask for as a brand. All right, make sure you don't run any other ads, and at least for the first 30 days, 60 days, then if they want to put ads in it, it's okay. But just to get 
just to give them something of a professional response in a post that you're that they're paying you to do or they're sending you somewhere to do so don't be afraid to ask and don't be afraid to learn about who you want to work with but be professional about it and don't just string someone along if you're not really going to have anything for them uh, maybe in three months tell them or six months tell them we're booked for this year but I'm definitely putting you on the list for next year tell them thank you you know be be honest about it It goes two ways and you'll expect some honesty back from the blogger as well sure yeah well it sounds like you had you have some good advice for influencers on this end too so do you have um, more advice or tips for influencers who are working with brands for the first time yeah overperform. And that shouldn't be just for the first time. That should be for every time. If you've promised a blog post, a tweet, a pin, an Instagram post, um, and whatever else, a video, give them more than you promised. Make them happy that they worked with you. If they want pictures and they're only going to use them on social media campaigns, share some photos with them. They will be thrilled. I mean, as a general rule, pretty much when I travel, I, I send pictures to them to use. But again, it's, it's only they don't have rights till the end of time. If anyone ever mentions the word in perpetuity to you, run or tell them, no, that's not happening. I had to look that word up the first time. And, and then now I know never again. That means till the end of time. Um, so but be kind to the people you work with. Uh, one of the things I do is I, I use Twitter a lot, for, especially for travel. Twitter has been a, a fantastic tool for travel. Food is good, and I see results, but the travel people seem more or happier about me resharing. So I have Twitter lists, and I speak on Twitter sometimes at conferences. And uh, I, I set up Twitter lists with brands that I've worked with brands that I want to work with, places that I want to go, you know, in different parts. I have different lists, uh, cruise lines, airlines, people that uh, I like. And when I don't have things to share on Twitter, I go to my lists, and they're the first people that I reshare. So if it's something you want to do, and I've gotten work from it, it's you want to romance the brand. It's like dating. You want to share their work out. You want to engage with them. You want to, you don't want to be the first thing you want to do is walk up to them and say, Hey, uh, I want you to send me somewhere because I'm great. Yeah. You know, let's let them get to know you. Let's start sharing stuff. And then I go, well, who is this guy that keeps sharing my stuff? I was at a conference and the guy from, um, Puerto Vallarta came up to me because I know you. I says, no, we've never met. He goes, but I recognize you. I says, yeah, cause I share your stuff all the time. You see my picture. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't invite me to come, but still he knew me. So, but I planted the seed, you know, so maybe next time, you know, you never know. And I honestly like the stuff that I share. So that makes it work out. If he doesn't send me stuff, I'm still going to share because I like, I like Mexico. I like uh, different places to travel to. And I think my audience would appreciate a beautiful picture. So, you know, you're, you're being kind to someone after you work with them before you, when you want to work with them, you're engaging, you're showing some response. So as an influencer, these are things you need to do to make yourself more credible and make yourself seem like you really are a professional and you know what you're doing. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, so can you tell us about some of your most recent collaborations with brands? Sure. Uh, well, I'm getting ready 
to head to Greece next month for Colette Travel again. You know, and the first job they were they weren't sure about me. They didn't know me. I was an unknown. I had been recommended by someone, and um, I I tend to go overboard when I'm having fun. And I want the world to know I'm having fun. And I had such a good time on the tour of Italy last year with them. And they had a, a conference there. They were celebrating their 100th year. And a friend of mine was at the conferences. They were talking about you live on the stage during the conference because you were sharing so much stuff out and getting such good responses. So uh, this year it was like, and where do you want to go? You know, it's like, oh, I want to go to Greece. And so, <laughs> you know, so we're going to Greece for uh, 16 days and touring Greece and its islands and everything that goes between. And then I found out from a friend about a conference called Traverse in Italy. And we love Italy, so we're going to Italy right after that. Wow. So, so this collaboration is like, and, and what people don't know is like, all right, Colette's working with me. They're flying me out. They're flying me back. A lot of companies don't really care where you fly out of or fly into as long as you do what you're supposed to do when they've got it scheduled for you. So they're flying me out of Italy. So, you know, I, but it, this is something, you know, you have to earn, you have to earn, you have to have that credibility and you have to be able to return something to them. So they feel there's a good enough return for them to put this investment in me for the next trip. And uh, then as you grow, like I'm still at fledgling, travel blogger so as you grow you know then people start actually even paying you to do these things so this is when it gets to be fun and really really fun <laughs> because you're getting money too yeah so we're doing that and then uh, our next collaboration is we're going viking is sending us to portugal and we'll be doing that in july and then we're going to spend some time in spain and then go on a, uh, another cruise in in france in the loire valley uh, for France Cruises, who found me on LinkedIn, social media. Okay, so those are our upcoming trips. Uh, the brand collaborations I did last year were included, you know, biking and uh, European waterways, which we're doing again in um, in Scotland in October. And that was one that I got through Twitter, through sharing their work. Hey, we see you've been sharing our work. Would you like a cruise? I think I would. You know, so uh, things come to you because of how you work and how you present yourself. So those are the last collaborations. One of one of my most fun collaborations, and I still haven't found out how they found me, was with Humana Insurance. Uh, it was one of the you know sometimes there's some perks of being old. Well, they had the senior games in Florida, so they wanted me to come and. Uh, help with some stuff at the senior games. And then I, they liked it so much because I overperformed. They said, no one has given us what you gave us in return for, for working for us. So we want you to come and emcee this event we're having. And I did a TV spot for them. And uh, then they came back and they gave me this huge contract this year uh, for a blog post. So it's, it's just really things start to build when you make good relations with people, you know, more, things come to you so we're done for the year with them this year but i know i'm still on their radar for for later that is awesome so great would that would you say that uh that was one of your favorite collaborations or what has been your favorite collaboration in your career well i think the first time i worked with viking because it was like uh legitimizing me as a travel blogger 
And it was the greatest adventure we'd had since I met my wife. The first year when we met, we had planned on going to Florida and it was just going to be too costly because it was over Christmas. And I asked the travel agent, there were travel agents back then, they still are, um, where can I fly for $400? And he says, you want to go to Paris? So that was our first trip together after like six months of knowing each other. Uh, so that was probably one of the most exciting things I've done. And then traveling with Viking for the very first time on the Danube and experiencing that, uh, they had a suite open. They put me in the suite and you know, Oh my God, I was like King on that trip. And that would probably be my all time favorite collaboration. And they have been very kind to me since then. And we're, we're doing our third trip now with them. Um, but then the Humana one was really, it came out of nowhere and the people were so nice and they said, can you do this? I said, sure, I can, I can do this. And then one day she wrote back, she goes, Dennis, we have loved working with you. The, the crew in our office wants to get Team Dennis t-shirts. And I said, I would love to see that picture if you ever want to get them. Uh, so, you know, when you make people happy and that's just why I cook, I cook to make people happy. When you make people happy, it, it's really a big win. You know, it's nice to see these checks come in. You know, that's when you can have a happy dance in your office. But when people are thrilled to work with you and they pay you what you deserve, you know, that life doesn't get much better than that. You know, it's just you're really doing something right. Absolutely. So you've probably used lots of influencer platforms in the past, and now you're one of the editors and an active collaborator here on Perlu. Would you like to tell us about your experience on Perlu? Sure. It's, I've seen a lot of things come and go. I've seen a lot of influencer platforms that just did not look like they were worth the time in, in working. And, you know, it doesn't mean I didn't try, didn't set up, but, you know, they just don't have the, they didn't have the core values or they didn't seem to understand what they were doing or they were just trying to develop something. Good intentions, but not great ideas. Um, when I saw Pearl, I went, you know, this is really interesting. I like how you're developing the pods because you're turning it more into a social. I, I like the feel of it because you can make people that you want to work with, include them in your pod. And this was always something that I enjoyed about Google Plus if you used it right because you were making communities. So we're actually building these micro communities within Perlu where we can put like-minded people together that we want to work with, that we trust, that we know would be a good asset. And now all of a sudden, when I go to a brand to tell them, you know, I, I can provide this, I says, I've also got a team of other bloggers that are available. Some of them will help me or I can call on, you know, or, or I can make the, the package look more attractive and maybe I can pass some work down to the other people that want to support me. You know, the whole idea is it's, it's got to be a win-win. You can't ask people to do stuff for free all the time. Uh, you can ask for a favor occasionally, but there's got to be something in it for them, whether it's exposure, getting them a product or getting them a trip or getting them, you know, money is really the, the first incentive. And, um, needs to be part of it but we're able to create now these little micro communities of people that like doing the things we do uh, like dana put me in the uh, cruise community because she knows i like to cruise so i have some food blogger communities i have uh, 
some travel for culinary travel now. You know, culinary travel is now a really big thing. And I think that's why I've enjoyed so much success. So, you know, that is an area that Perlo seems to be very heavy in. And I think that's a good opportunity. I've actually talk to some brands about coming or says, you know, if you're looking for bloggers and to vet them, this would be a good resource for you. So I, I see that happening with Perlu as time goes on. You know, that's, that's what I'm counting on. And I think it looks like it's got a very good start to it. So I, I think it'd be a good place for brands to come. And once a few start coming, more will come, you know, it's like that. I told two people and they told two people and they told two people. So pretty soon the word will be out. And I think it could be a very viable option for influencers and for brands and would be a good place for them to find the people, that, the actual people that they can work with, that they want to work with that are able to provide them with, um, with results and tangible information prior to working with them that this is what I can do. These are my demographics. These are the people I reach. These are the countries I reach. These are, you know, what I can give back to you in terms of uh, investment that you're going to put into me. So, no, I, I see it as a, a really good place to be and I'm excited. Uh, I need to spend more time there, but, you know, again, when you, you bring something to the game that's as good as this is, you have to really carve some time out for it because the day, my day is already really full. So that means sometimes cutting something else out to put something else in or finding a new VA to do some of the work for me so I can do that. Um, so it is, it is a, a, you know, something that you have to work on sometimes, but I, I have enjoyed being in Perlu and I want to do more there. That's so great to hear. I love your raving review. Um, I'm a big fan. Uh, and I know, a lot of um, other bloggers who are, and yes, let's get more brands on Perlu. That's great. Um, so is there anything else that you'd like to share today, Dennis? Uh, no, just, uh, you know, enjoy, enjoy your life. Enjoy what you do. I, I get up every morning and, you know, not that I, I ever minded cooking. You know, there were days that I'd have to drag myself in, and once I was there, I was fine. But, you know, I get up every morning, and I'm anxious to see what the emails are, who's reached out to me. And, you know, you need to love what you do. You need to invest yourself in what you do. Invest in yourself by spending money to get you some, you know, more progress in your craft. And uh, just really be social. You know, enjoy meeting people, talking to people, go to conferences, um, just have a good time and, and you'll really love, you'll never work a day if you love what you do and you'll be surprised at the results you get. Like I, I'm retired and now I'm, I'm working more than I was when I wasn't retired. So, you know, but I don't mind. It's not work. It's fun. So that's how you just have to address life and, you know, good things will come to you. Well, great. Thank you so much, Dennis, for speaking with us today. Oh, it's my pleasure, Alexis. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you to everyone tuning in to the Perlu podcast. If you like our show and are interested in what it takes to succeed as an influencer, check out our blog at blog.perlu.com for more podcasts and blog posts and sign up for Perlu at perlu.com to meet, learn from, and collaborate with other influencers. And don't forget to join us next month for our next installation of the Perlu podcast.